Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Saturday, October 3rd to today, Monday, October 5th of 2020. Um, And we are going to get started with the Belgian royal family. But before that, we're changing up the format just a little bit. We're still going to do the seven royal families in alphabetical order, but I wanted to add a dedicated place at the beginning um, to talk about the random things that I want to talk about. So it'll go before we, you know, talk about the Belgian royals and kind of all of that. So it'll be like housekeeping and we won't do it every day because sometimes there are things I don't need to say, but then sometimes there are. Um, So... And sometimes they have nothing to do with royals, like my rant the other day about face masks. Um, But sometimes they do, like today. So the big thing today that I wanted to talk about is there is a new way to follow along with the events of the royal family from me. Um, so I launched a YouTube channel on Sunday, I think. I think that's when both videos went live. Um, I don't know anymore. Literally, it was yesterday and I already forget. Um, but so this is going to be a weekly podcast slash video clip episode Um, so obviously in a podcast, you can't see video clips because, well, it's a podcast. So I wanted to do something that I could manage where all of these things that I talk about on here that are really cute, but like you have no context for has a place to go. So I've been kind of playing around with this idea for a while and I went ahead and launched it because if 2020 has taught me anything, it's that you might as well just go for it, right? Like shoot the shot and just try. And if this turns out to like not work, then I'll evolve it. Like I always have with this platform. So it launched, um, there are two videos up. One is Um, The opening of the parliament from um, Friday with Crown Prince Akun and Queen Sonia. Um, And then the highlights. So the other thing that I want to do, and I don't know how often I'll be doing this because it takes some time. um, But I wanted to also have these moments, um, like royal moments, that are uploaded to the YouTube as well, so you can see kind of everything in one place. Um, And then they'll all go on thedailyroyal.com to kind of mark, like make that like the all-knowing resource. It has the podcast episodes, the pictures, the videos, it'll have everything. Um, But I wanted a place for the videos to go aside from just the website. So the YouTube channel launched yesterday. Um, Right now there's a lot of like, blah behind the scenes of creating a YouTube channel. Um, so right now it's not like youtube.com slash daily royal podcast, but you can search 
Daily Royal podcast and it comes up. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I do not have a, a vanity URL because, well, that requires a lot and I don't meet those requirements yet. Hopefully soon I will, but I can only do that if you guys go like, subscribe, all the things you do on the YouTube world. Um, so that's my big announcement. The other thing um, that I have done, that's really like the big thing that I have done. Um, I've been kind of like re, not really rebranding, like the brand is still very much the same, um, but like redesigning some things on the Instagram, the Daily Royal, as well as uh, the website, thedailyroyal.com. So like some changes look like they're happening and they are, um, but just to make it a little bit more cohesive and all flowing together. Um, so those are like my housekeeping items that are very important and we must talk about them. Um, and then as for everything else, like there's nothing else that I really want to talk about that's completely random today. I'm sure some things will come up, um, but I'll try and I'll try and stay on topic for this week. Um, that's something I've noticed I'm not doing so well at, um, just because my life is kind of not on topic right now. Um, so I'm not as organized as I would like to be. But with all of that, um, we are going to jump into the Belgian royal family. was a pretty light start for the Belgian royal family. There was really only one event, um, and it is our usual Monday event where King Philippe meets with the Prime Minister. However, of course, this one is a little bit different because this is the first time that King Philippe has met with um, Alexander de Croix, the new Prime Minister of Belgium, um, as he was just sworn in on Friday. Um, so, King Philippe has been meeting with de Croix for like two weeks, um, but not in his context as prime minister. So this was their first weekly audience. Uh, we'll see it for many months to come now. Um, but of course, like, it's a big deal because it's the first one. Um, and I always talk about them. Um, the other thing, so this is kind of something else I've done, but it is super on topic, is to help myself, um, I have like pre-written down what these scheduled engagements are um, for the week. So we'll also kind of include some of those on the Monday episode or Tuesday episode, I guess is when this goes live. Um, it's still Monday for me. I don't know. Um, and so this week actually looks pretty light, um, but there is an event with the Royal Military Academy, which is where... Uh, Princess Elizabeth is attending school at the moment or receiving some education and um, there's a big opening and it'll have like pretty much everyone from the Belgian royal family will be there for her which I'm so excited about and I really hope like they're gonna share it live so that happens towards the end of the week I think on Thursday um, but other than that schedule there's only one other event this week 
Belgium has been doing a thing where they don't pre-announce a lot of things just because COVID. Um, and also forming a government is like stressful and takes time. So I do kind of expect this week to be pretty light. Um, so that is what was going on in Belgium today and what we can look forward to. And of course, there were no events on Saturday or Sunday because I didn't talk about them. So now we are going to move on to the British royal family. Well, the British Royals just started the week off fantastic, and it just, it's the family that just keeps giving. It is so much for the first three days, and it's just going to be a fantastic week for them. I'm so excited. Um, so Saturday, by now, you have all probably seen this adorable video um, with Prince George, Prince, Princess Charlotte, and Prince Louis asking David Attenborough questions about animals, or as Prince Louis calls them, animals, um, which he will never live down for the rest of his life. Um, and it was so cute. And like, they all, this is the first time you've really heard any of them speak. So we've, we've heard them like once, but it was all from very far away and very casual. And this like, wasn't like, this was more formal. Um, so these formal speaking debuts, quote unquote, um, and it was just really interesting, like the personalities that the kids have. And of course they're what, seven, five, and three, I think he's three. I think Prince Louis is three. Um, so of course, like these are not their full personalities, but like George asked a very serious question about what animal, uh, David Attenborough thinks will go extinct next. The answer was he hopes none do because we now know how to prevent it. Um, which like, what a smart question. Charlotte asked about spiders because apparently she loves spiders or likes them. Um, and she wanted to know what David Attenborough thought of them. Um, so that was great. Also, of course, Charlotte likes spiders. Like the very little bits of personality we've seen from her this tracks. Like, that makes sense. Um, and then Louis, who is little, asked um, what animal, A-M-I-M-A-L, instead of animal, uh, is David Attenborough's favorite. Uh, his first answer was monkey. And then he, you know, talked about, like, monkeys aren't domesticated. So his favorite domesticated animal between a dog or a cat, he picked a puppy, um, which I just think was like a super age appropriate answer. You know, talk about an animal very generalized, like a monkey. Um, and then be like, but since you can't have a monkey, I'd pick a puppy. Um, I just think like so cute. Also animal. It's been three days. So I woke up to this Saturday morning and animal is still the only thing that I think about when I talk about it because it was so cute and precious. Um, also, I'm just realizing he's not three, he's two. 
Well, wow. Okay, so he's two. Um, I've decided he is three because he looked like a three-year-old, but he's two. I think he was born in 18. That's craziness. Okay. Well, now that I've completely botched the one thing that I should have known completely, um, that's what Saturday was. It was adorable. It was fantastic. It was everything a person could ever want. Um, so then on Sunday, you guys, the weekend was full from the British Royals. It was great, but also this event is really sad. I feel really bad saying it was great now. Um, so Prince Charles, the Prince of Wales, visited um, the country of Kuwait to pay respects on behalf of the whole of the United Kingdom for their emir, uh, which is like their monarch, who passed away last week. Um, so he met with the new emir of Kuwait and like a delegation where he expressed condolences um, on behalf of the United Kingdom. So this is a visit he made at the request of the British government. Um, and it it's important in and of itself um, because it's a high level royal um, honoring the death of another royal. But it's also, um, like in this world, in this royal watching, following multiple families wor world, um, it's the first time since March that a royal of the seven that the seven families that I follow has left the country publicly. <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of prefaces there because I don't follow every single royal family. I'm sure some of them have left their countries since COVID. Um, but of the seven I follow, this is the first one I have seen um, leaving the country in a formal official capacity. So royals took holidays. Um, some of them left their country, but it wasn't super publicized um and it wasn't in an official capacity it was a vacation um so this is the first time that that has happened and so in that there's been a lot of like will charles have to quarantine the general rule of thumb would be yes but like it was on official government business so the actual answer is no um so that's the deal it was really important that to the British government that they be represented. Um, to my knowledge, no other royal has gone um, to Kuwait to send to personally give their condolences. A lot have sent messages. Um, and look, not every country is the same, right? Like not every country is handling COVID the same way and have the same restrictions or lack of restrictions or whatever. Um, so it's a show of respect. It's important. 
And in non-COVID times, I would expect that a lot of royals would be in Kuwait. Um, but it's COVID and people really just can't leave their country. Um, anybody, like there isn't a lot of travel allowed in the world right now. So um, that was a big deal. And that was really like the weekend. And then today, Monday, um, there were a couple of different things. So the first thing is that Queen Elizabeth um, sent a message to journalists about how important their role has been in the COVID crisis. Um, so that is awesome. Um, so it's pretty short, so I am going to go ahead and read it. I know this is getting to be a little long on this segment, but not a lot of families had stuff today, so we'll, we'll be fine. Um, so it was to mark the 2020 Journalism Matters Week, and Queen Elizabeth wrote, quote, On the occasion of the 2020 Journalism Matters Week, I am pleased to send my best wishes to the members of the News Media Association. The COVID-19 pandemic has once again demonstrated what an important public service the established news media provides, both nationally and regionally. As our world has changed dramatically, having trusted, reliable sources of information, particularly at a time when there are so many sources competing for our attention, is vital. The efforts of the news media to support communities throughout the United Kingdom during the pandemic have been invaluable, whether through fundraising, encouraging volunteering, or providing a lifeline for the elderly and vulnerable to the outside world. As you reflect on your achievements this year and the challenges you have faced, I send my warm good wishes to you all for a most successful and memorable week. Signed, Elizabeth R. So, a really great, important message. Um, you know, I personally, like, have relied on trying to say this very gingerly, um, very cautiously. I have relied on media sources from the outside of the United States world um, because that's where the less drama is and it really does report true and factual information much better than the U.S. media is doing right now. Um, the U.S. media reports facts and good information. I'm not... <laughs> Not saying they don't, but it gets lost right now in the climate of the U.S. that I'm living in. Um, things get lost in politics and this really divisive time in my country. Um, so it was really great to like see this and like this is a sort like the British media is a source that I'm relying on right now. Um, Luckily, I do this podcast, and so I read a lot of international news, um, which is good and bad, but, like, it helps me get better factual information without it being caught in this bubble of, like, left versus right, red versus blue, all of the things. Like, it's just, here's the facts, here's what's happening in America, and, like, it doesn't get caught in the weeds. Um, so I really liked that message. Um, and then the other thing that happened today in the British royal family is 
something that I know very little about because I haven't seen it yet. Um, but Prince William participated in a documentary for ITV, which is a British news channel or British like channel, um, television channel about, it's called Prince William, a planet for us all. And it's all about like global warming and global preservation and all of these things that are like really important to the planet. Um, so like I said, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to finish this, get it uploaded and scheduled, and then I'm going to maybe search for the documentary if I can find it. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I'll probably fall asleep to it. So it happened. I, I don't know what it means. Like, I don't know anything about it. I haven't seen clips or anything yet. Um, but I know that it is kind of like this lead off into a really big week for, um, for William. So we'll cover the whole week. Um, unfortunately, the UK doesn't show a lot of their scheduled events right now. I don't know if they normally do, because um, I've only really been following, like, their website since the pandemic happened. So, I don't know, like, the whole schedule, but it'll be an interesting thing. Um, and before we leave the British Royals, you guys, I know we've been here for a long time. I promise there's not much left. Um... I just want to go quickly check the um, court circular to see what is on there. Um, okay, the Prince of Wales returned from Kuwait this morning, and that's it. So, nothing too much on the court circular. So, with that, we are going to skip Denmark and go into the Netherlands. <laughs> events were not scheduled that happened were not um on the schedule they were unannounced which is happening a lot so I can't quite rely on this idea that I have but it helps um me keep my head on straight while adjusting to my new normal um so the first thing well I'll do this in order um so King Willem Alexander visited the program called Here for Chalk. Um, so it is a program for the elderly to come together and play billiards or pool um, and to be together. And it's a part of a initiative to support elder, elderly people um, find community to not be so isolated. Um, so the Netherlands is having like an anti-loneliness week right now for the elderly um, because apparently half of their elderly population 
And I would assume this holds true in most countries, but half of the Dutch population, elderly population, reports themselves as being lonely, which equates to about 700,000 people just being lonely, which is so sad. Um, So Willem Alexander visited this center that holds this event where older people can come together and do something they love. Um, And then, of course, like, when you're doing that, you create friendships and create, like, a life, um, which is so important. So he did that. Um, Meanwhile, it was also World Teacher Day. So Queen Maxima held a Zoom meeting to thank teachers for their work during the pandemic. Um, That is obviously still ongoing, but... You guys, I I think I've said this before, but I will say it again on here. Teachers are amazing. And at least here in the States, I can't speak for every country because um, I don't know what every country pays their teachers, but we in the States pay them abysmally. Um, especially right now when... They have had to adapt to so many things that they never thought they would have to adapt to. Um, Using technology, using all of this stuff that they've probably never used before, some of them. Um, Learning how to teach virtually. They didn't sign up to be virtual teachers, but now they are. Um... And, like, it's just so crucial that we recognize how hard their lives have been. Um, And, again, this is, like, based on my point of view as an American. So maybe they're getting the respect they deserve elsewhere, but they're not here. Like, they have one of the hardest jobs outside of being in a hospital right now. Like, it's hospital teachers. And then, like, everyone else. (laughs) Like, everyone else is kind of adapted by now. But teachers, like, their job is constantly changing because they're regulated by governments. Um, So, it was really great. And it was a Zoom meeting. So, it was, like, very socially distanced and all of that good stuff. Um, So, it was, you know, just really important. And... Props to teachers. Um, So that's what was going on in the Netherlands. And then we have a little bit of an update from the Norwegian royal family. So let's go over there. there's kind of like an update kind of um on Sunday um the Norwegian royal family sent or the royal household sent out a press release that King Harald would continue his sick leave um 
So it has been extended. They did not give an end date to the extension. Uh, it seems as though the incident that he had last weekend um, is still under investigation, and it's not really clear why he was short of breath still at this point. Um, I don't know what that means, honestly. I know they did this in January or February when he was also sick. Um, so as of right now, there is no official scheduled return date, but he is on the calendar to hold events on Thursday. So I would assume we're kind of going day by day at this point. Um, because I, I don't know. Um, so of course that means that Crown Prince Akun is still acting as regent. Um, and which leads into these meetings today. Um, so Akun was responsible for, um, the calendar appointments that King Harald had today, which were an audience with the chief of the Navy and then, um, presiding over the weekly council of state meeting. Um, these usually happen on Friday. However, because uh, the parliament opened on Friday, it was pushed to today. Um, the next one is scheduled for Friday with, as of right now, King Harald presiding. So we'll see uh, what that looks like next, well, in just a few days at this point. Um, so that was like Akun's official calendar. And then um, we got a wonderful appearance from Crown Princess Metamarit. Um, who did a interview with a new or with an author at the new Oslo Library? Um, so she interviewed. Um, I'm trying to think about how to pronounce this man's name, and I have zero idea. Gear Golikskin, Golikskin, about his book. Um, which is called, I don't know if it's called this in like English or Norwegian, um, but Be Kind Again, um, which if it's written in English, I want to read it um, because that just seems like a really important conversation to be having now-ish. Um, and so she and the author like had a discussion on a stage um, similar to any book interview and she was like the interviewer. Um, and it was really great and like really important. And she of course came really prepared from what I can tell. Um, and what I just thought was like really sweet is Crown Prince Akun came with her, not in any kind of official capacity, but like just to support her cause it was a big deal. Um, so he was there too, but like he was not, he was not on the calendar. It was not his event. That's why he wasn't mentioned first in this situation. Um, it was just like a sweet little gesture and we love strong supportive husbands. It's fantastic. So that's what was going on in Norway. Um, we've talked about the events coming up. There's nothing else on the calendar till King Harald returns, but who knows? Um, and then there was nothing in Spain today. So they had a very long, hopefully quiet, restful weekend because this next few weeks for them is going to be a busy calendar. Um, so they have events every day for the rest of the week. 
and next week is going to be huge the week after is going to be huge like it's just a lot going on in the next few weeks with the Spanish royal family um which is exciting but like glad they had like four days of hopefully some rest um so we will see them again tomorrow but for now we're going to move on to Sweden <laughs> These weekend episodes keep getting longer. Um, this weekend, these, this particular weekend was just really busy with a lot of cool, important events, um, especially in the British royal family. So today, there was a lot on the calendar for the Swedish royal family, but, <coughs> excuse me, but you didn't see any of it. Like, they haven't posted about it on social media or their website. The last time I checked their website was a few hours ago, though, but well past midnight in Stockholm. Um, so the first thing on the calendar was Queen Sylvia had a board meeting with Sylvia Hemet, um, which is her organization focused on dementia and Alzheimer's. Um, and it doesn't say that it was a digital meeting, so maybe it was in person. Um, Crown Princess Victoria participated in a digital meeting with CBOS, which is an organization for, I believe, like, sustainable fishing? I can't remember. I didn't do a lot of research because they never posted about it. Um, and then she also has the same meeting scheduled tomorrow. So I don't know if it actually happened today or tomorrow. Who knows? Um, and then Prince Daniel held a um, virtual meeting a virtual board meeting with the Princess Estelle Cultural Foundation, which he is kind of running. Well, he's like the royal representative for his daughter, who is, you know, eight and isn't making these decisions. So he was um, doing that today. So all of these meetings happened, but there wasn't a lot of um, anything else. So... That was the Swedish royal calendar for the day. They do have a, what looks to be a potentially busy week. Um, hopefully we get as many updates as there are events. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in Sweden, um, which brings us to the end of the episode. Um, let's see, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Please check out the YouTube, Instagram, website. Um, I really wish that these were all one username. That might be the next thing I do. Um, but it's thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, and Daily Royal Podcast on YouTube. So YouTube is the only one that's different. Um, we might change that. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but yeah, check out all of those places where you can find all this content in picture and video form. Um, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.